Hi, you're listening to If You Give It Out a Podcast. Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give It Out a Podcast. So this week I have with me Benny Qualman. Um, he is the lead singer of the band with some friends. It's a metalcore band out of Florida. And I got to have a nice long conversation with him this week. And I hope that you guys enjoy it. You will hear a few breaks in there. And it's because we had some technical difficulties this week whenever we were recording. So you'll hear there's a change towards the end or towards the middle, I guess it would be. Um, where it sounds like he's going from studio to on the phone. Um, Zoom was having a hard time with us on Tuesday, so we did have to change over to a um, phone conversation from Zoom. So you will hear that slight difference. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on it. Great conversation. Had a lot of fun talking to him. Uh, Learned some pretty cool facts about him. So yeah, it's a great episode. So if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car. Go. <laughs> Get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? Just for the, you know, the, the work rate, brother. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. She said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro! I just remember, because they also, everybody, whenever they came to the ring, goes, (laughs) What? Okay, before I get started, have you ever had an idea for a design that you wanted to put on a shirt, hat, tumbler? or even a puzzle? Well, over at RNL Designs, they can make those ideas come true. For the month of August, all ready to ship or local pickup t-shirts and canned glasses with bamboo lids are $10 each plus shipping. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Etsy for digital designs. I'll have a link to all of their pages in my show notes. Go check them out for all of your custom needs today. Alright everybody, so today I have with me the lead singer of With Some Friends. This is a metalcore band that I uh, recently discovered through uh, Twitter and then I've started listening to their music on Spotify and they've got some really cool songs out there. Uh, Today I have with me, like I said, is the lead singer of that band and that is Benny Quellman. Man, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Nice to meet you. That was an interesting uh, pronunciation on my last name. How did you say it? He said... uh... What'd you say? Quellman? Quellman? Yeah. Uh-huh. Goes, uh, the correct pronunciation is Quellman, but I hear so many different, like, I, I just hear so many different ways people say it, and in every every way is really interesting to me. <laughs> I, I, so I, I definitely thought, was, thought that was kind that. of funny. So it's Quellman. Yeah, I heard, I hear Quail, yeah, it's Quellman, Benny okay. Quellman, yeah. I heard Quailman, uh, Quellman, I don't know, just all these weird things, man. I don't know. I don't have a lot on the top of my head, but. Just uh, uh, I've heard a lot of different ways throughout my life, so 
It's cool. I, I kind of grew up with that way myself. So I, I totally understand the people mispronouncing your last name thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, little fun fact about me, I'm also a triplet. So I have a brother and sister the same age as me. And um, they say that uh, it's rare that they'll ever encounter somebody that says the last name right, too. Either that or they leave a um, – or they only put one in instead of two. One of I those. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you probably man, want to talk about other things other than our names, so. Oh, hey, this we can change is, the topic. Uh, the the reason why I have the name that I have is I can talk about whatever I want. You know, you just it's kind of just a, a shoot podcast. I have all kinds of people on here, and we just talk about whatever we want to. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I've been checking out your stuff. Uh, you seem really interesting. Um, you seem to do a lot in the world of pro wrestling, which I find very fascinating. I do. Uh, I'm a big fan of pro wrestling, and I recently have made some friends in the local wrestling scene around here. So, but uh, so you know, I've, yeah. I've recently gotten involved in that, and uh, I love it. I mean, it's uh, definitely kept me busy with different um, people to have on the show, and I, I love being uh, able to yeah. have, you know musical guests on here as well. I want to kind of mix it up and everything. So, yeah, with saying that. The reason why we have you on here today is because of your band that you have, and that's with some friends. And I have to say, I absolutely love this band. It is awesome Thank music. Um, I listen to it quite often. I, I say this all the time, but uh, yes, I, me and my son jam out to your music all the time. So, <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, that's sick, man. So uh, I've, That's cool. How old's your son? My son is 10, so he is my little metalhead. He uh, jams out with me in the car whenever we go to the, uh, school. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. What's yeah. your guys, uh, what's your favorite songs or what's your go-to songs of ours? Um, so I'm going to have to – hold on just a second. I'm going to have to pull it up because I have them in my uh, you're good, on you're repeat. Good. Um, so let me pull up my on-repeat list. Yeah, because um, uh, so, Prayer is the one that kind of took off a little bit, uh -huh. mainly because um, Nick Nocturnal discovered that one. But Oh, oh really? I find it so interesting because no, every time I ask, like, n nobody has. Yeah, he discovered us. He put us on his uh, on his Twitch stream, and then he playlisted us. I okay. like, no, I literally, um, I, I, I no effort on my end. I actually discovered him because I heard that he put us on his uh, Twitch stream. So I don't oh, know really? how he got a hold of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's how I found out who Nick Nocturnal was. I didn't know who that was, but um, I, a I went over to a friend's house and my friend was like, "Yo, man, so I was watching Nick Nocturnal and I was gonna request you guys, but you guys were already on the list." And I was like, oh, "Wow, who the f is that? I don't know who that is." Um, but uh, I checked him out and he fucking loved us, so I'm like, right, "I love you," and um, I'm really glad I discovered him actually because he's a pretty interesting guy. And he's got a lot going on. Yeah, but um. He, but anyways, he discovered prayer. He playlisted that, so that's why prayers got like a good amount of streams. But something I find interesting about us is nobody has the same answer when I ask them what is a fa what's their favorite with some friend song. It's always a different answer. So, so I think that's really cool. But what's your favorite? So it's actually made its way to number one on my on repeat list on Spotify. Oh shit! And it's regression. Wait, is regression? Yes. Oh my god. That dude, okay, I hear that, man, and that's so funny. I just, when I when I was putting it together the album, that was really the song 
that I yeah. thought was going to be on the back burner. Uh-huh. But so many people have really gravitated towards that. Like Ivan, my new guitarist, uh-huh. he he like came into the band and was like, yo, I love this fucking song, man. And that's that song's really been pushing. And, on, and I, I really didn't like it that much at first, but because uh-huh. everybody else likes it so much, it's really grown on me. Right. So that's that's awesome that, so, that it hit number one on your on repeat. So I actually have three of your songs on my on repeat list, and it is okay. so it's regression, uh, catharsis, and nice. and June. June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So those are the that's three sick. that have uh, been have made it to my on repeat. So I have to ask this. That's cool. I, I haven't had a. a, a a metal singer on my podcast yet so this is new you were the first one congratulations <laughs> um uh, oh yeah i'm honored dude how long did it take you to perfect your metal scream um well i would say that my screams are far from perfect and i feel like i'm still perfecting me. them every day yeah i appreciate it dude i mean i really appreciate that because i listened back to the album and i think i could have maybe done a few it takes here or there a little better so i i really appreciate that but um i mean i've been in bands forever uh-huh. i didn't start i'm 25 okay. and i the first band that i ever sang in i was 17 oh wow like before i was a drummer in a million bands that never fucking went anywhere and then it wasn't until i started singing in bands that those like the, the bands i sang in were the bands that actually started getting momentum for I don't know if it's because I was good or if it's because I was more motivated, but uh, uh-huh. it was working more when I was when I was the, when I was fronting my band. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna stick with this. But um, the way I really learned is I just found my I just like found the sounds that I wanted to. I just found the sound like them. Like I literally mimicked, you know, Danny Warsnop's vocals off "Stand Up and Scream" for my first EP back when I was 17. Like, okay. um, my biggest critique was that I was a Danny Warsnop knockoff, which I was, but <laughs> learning that and getting that technique down, building that muscle memory, uh-huh. um, and that, I think it's, a, I think it's a good idea. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but for me, it's a good idea. Like talking to, I think it's a good idea just, just to literally find somebody you like, copy them, copy uh-huh. that technique. And then uh-huh. once you've built that muscle memory, then, you know, add your little spice to it. But if you're just learning, um, just do what I did. Like I just listened to stand up and scream every day in my fucking life and just like tried to mimic that. And that's just exactly how I learned. That's awesome. Yeah. For me, it's, um, so I'm still trying to perfect mine. I, I suck at it and I try it in my car all the time. And my son half the time's like, just stop dad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's I, funny. I actually tried to pattern mine after, um, I prevail. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I, I really, that's cool. Uh, I really like I Prevail, um, and uh, it, their singers in, in that band are just amazing. So, you know, um, I've got a few other songs that I've practiced with, like um, Bow Down is probably one of the ones that I, I, I try and practice with the By, most. By uh, Born of Osiris? No, that's or, or is that a, it, I Prevail song. That's I Prevail as well. Okay. I don't know, like, any I Prevail, like, at okay. all. I'm really, like, I've just never really been too big on them. Um, yeah. I just felt like... Um, after the whole wave of metal, like the the wave of like what the real scene was in like twenty third from like two thousand eight to two thousand thirteen, yeah, where, you know there was that real shit, you know, of Mice and Men, Askelandria, Devil Wears Prada. Well, yeah. at least when those bands were at their prime, you know, Bring Me the Horizon, you mm-hmm. know, that came through and made its impact. And then I felt like 
um, as it was washing out, I feel like the labels were like, all right, we need to, th there's a market for this, so we need to keep it going. And then I, I think you started seeing bands like I Prevail, which I feel like was a label's idea of like what metalcore is. They're like, all right, this is what we think metalcore is. So here's this. Yeah. And, and like, they're cool, like they're dope, but um, that was just never a band I really dove too much into. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I, the thing is with, with me a lot of times is I've, um, I, I, I love all of those bands, but I'm all the time trying to find new ones that I like as well. And so I, yeah. therefore I go through. That, that little, could be my problem. <laughs> I, I, I go through like, these I just, little. I'm stuck in, yeah. I, yeah. And I go through these little things where like, I'll listen to this band for a while. So I'll do I Prevail. Well, last week I went back through and all I listened to was um, Metallica and I was listening to Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets album just over and over again both oh, of those nice. so you know it, it, it changes for me every once in a while and uh, but you know that's the most recent one I would say for me is the I Prevail trying to emulate um, their vocals on there like you said cool I I um it's like when they first came out I wasn't really big on them but I actually hear from a lot of friends that they're good now yeah. So I I don't know. I I, I might go back and uh, um see if I would change a heart on them. And like <laughs> right I'm just on. saying whatever. I know I'm being recorded. Yeah. I really don't give a. Fuck. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like in this day everybody's like just too afraid to say shit. Yeah. And I feel like um and I don't know. I'm just here to just say how I feel. You know. Right. And like sometimes it gets me in trouble. But like if I like you, I like you. If I love you, I love you. You know. Like. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I totally I've understand been. that. I'm uh I'm kind of that way uh, when it comes to certain. stuff genres of music um in fact i had a friend and him and his wife and i all had an argument at their house one of the first times that my wife actually went to their house and it was over um bring me the horizon and oh, yeah. it was when they started when they started changing because there was an obvious change in their music and yeah. i was a huge fan of their first couple of albums but then as they progressed, I was like, mm, I'm not so sure I like this anymore. And she actually had it's a problem great. with me not liking the newer stuff. So Honestly, I think I might have a problem with that, too. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, metal is something that I love. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's my escape. So whenever I heard that, or whenever I was able to get you to come on here and everything, I was That's very awesome. excited. No, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you had me, man. So what were some of your influences um, growing up when it came to your music? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty all over the place, but if we're talking like the scene specifically, um, like I said, I was really big on the Stand Up and Scream album, mm -hmm. Reckless and Relentless by Ask Alexandria. Um, is arguably better too. So those first two albums just really mean a lot. Also, Bring Me the Horizon big was big on me. Mm -hmm. Like 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 getting into the scene when I was younger, like when I was first getting into metalcore, I was really big on you know Devil Wars Prada, A Day to Remember, and Bring Me the Horizon, Ask Alexandria, all those bands I just said. Yeah. Nowadays, the kind of sound that I'm really gearing towards, I'm, I'm really in love with just gent and like technical metalcore. Like I like the first two Northland the first two volumes albums um periphery um you know like those are just bit like reflections like those are bands like i really fucking, uh, strive to be like yeah I, I apologize i don't know if you can hear this in the background but my neighbor decided that um he needed to mow his yard 
and I'm recording in my garage, so you can <laughs> probably hear so loud. Vaguely, but it's not bugging me. Okay, well, that, for anybody who's listening to this in the future, that is what's happening. My neighbor loves to mow at night, and so for some reason he always picks right when I'm doing my podcast to start doing his mowing. So I do apologize. Man, I it, it's I can't even really pick it up, dude. So um, <laughs> yeah, those were those were my influences in terms of uh, the scene. But you know, I I also like range in like a lot of different other types of music. Like the first concert I ever went to in my whole life in uh, 2008, I was 10 years old. It was Kanye West and Rihanna oh, wow. uh, at the Ford Amphitheater in Tampa. Uh-huh. Um, I draw so I draw a lot of like Kanye West was like really like the first artist that like got me like into music. You know, like like uh, like around fifth grade, like it was him and uh, Maroon Five. Actually, I'm not even lying. But I went to high school, and then I got into like middle school. I started. I got really into Nirvana, who's my favorite band of all time. You know, okay. Blink 182. I'm a Blink kid for life. You know, fucking Green Day, um, Avenged Sevenfold, like all that. Shit. I was just really with all that once I got to high school. But um, I draw a lot of a lot of uh, influences from a lot of different places. Hey there, friends. Interested in another podcast to listen to between episodes? Well, you're in luck. Come check out Bloody Babble's podcast. We are a gaggle of babblers who talk of true crime and other gory wonderment. New episodes are released every Tuesday, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are streamed. Happy babbling, my friends. We got some good wrestling in the Oklahoma area. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Oklahoma, well, Jim I mean, Ross. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we've got not just Oklahoma. We've got good wrestling from Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Missouri, that whole area. We've got, uh, you know, a slew of different companies for wrestling that I've actually been able to come in contact with um, oh, wow. for the show. So it's it's been really cool, and I'm all the time meeting new people for it. So You guys have any big names come through the indie circuit over there? We actually just did. Um, we had Wrestling for a Cause uh, had one of their shows that just happened. It was the uh, Extrava Slamza. It was last weekend, and Cowboy James Storm was there. Oh no way! Yeah, and oh yeah, I think I saw that on your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, and um, EC3 was there also, and he brought some of the guys from Control Your Narrative. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So. I remember, uh, I remember James Storm back in the day, dude. He was a uh, he was a uh, big in TNA. Oh yeah, with uh, beer money. Yeah, dude, that shit was sick, dude. I love um, beer money. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, grow, well, like, so I grew up in Orlando, and mm-hmm. um, they would film TNA in Orlando, and I and I grew up with a dad who was an entertainment lawyer. And my oh. dad was a kick ass, like he's a kick ass Jewish lawyer, man. Like he really did his job well. But the thing about my dad is, you know, he's a kid at heart, and he, what he would do, which I admire him for, is he would reach out to celebrities or just people that he was interested in or he liked and offer them help. My dad has a big, deep love for professional wrestling, which is something he passed on to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my dad represented a lot of these guys in TNA, right? So I'm so growing up, I'm like eight, nine years old. My dad. Um, would just take me to these TNA tapings at Universal, but wouldn't just take me. I'm backstage, That's so like I'm, cool. I'm like hanging with the boys, and and it was cool, man. Like there'd be times where like, uh, 
there'd be some wrestler and my dad would like bring me over and introduce me mm-hmm. and then we'd walk away and then my dad would just whisper to me he'd be like yeah i just got that guy off a of dui some <laughs> shit like that wow that's insane <laughs> i know man it was insane yeah so i really um I really like grew up in that. I really grew up in the world of professional wrestling thanks to my dad. Like I, you know, personally met and shook hands with, you know. I mean, I was quite I was quite young, but still, you right. know, met AJ Styles, Mick Foley, you know, all, like basically all the dudes in TNA. Yeah. Um So, you know, I really I really grew up around the ring. That's really cool. Um So, you were probably right around that time. It was probably up What was that? Probably 2008, 2009, somewhere around yeah, that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's some like of the a best and, time. Oh my god, dude! T- like people forget how awesome TNA was, dude. Yeah. Like, like, and I also like really liked the way they were using Christian because Christian never became that big star in mm-hmm. WWE, but he was captivating on TNA. The the thing is, is with Christian, that dude can cut a promo. If you give him a mic, that dude can talk. And so the I'm thing saying. was, is they never let him do that in WWE, really. You know, they didn't yeah. like him enough to let him cut a promo like he did in TNA. Saying like it's like uh, guys like that, you wonder if there's any animosity. But you know, like uh, the fact that Edge had this big, like one of the greatest solo careers of all time. Yeah. And, you know, Christian, which is kind of on the back burner, and um, you could say that you can kind of say the same thing about you know Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy and Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero. Right. And um, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys get left on the back burner, you know, in that business, and it's scary, you know. Yeah. Do you have any more music that's going to be coming out here soon? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, that's all we're really doing right now is just writing. We're trying to get this new stuff out uh-huh. because, you know, I think that that, that last album was dope, but um, it was made with a different lineup. And honestly, right. it um, be a lot better. So we're really just working hard um, to get this new stuff out. And we also have a really big show coming together that I can't say anything about yet but we have uh something in the works that uh i think is going to raise some eyebrows pretty soon awesome. so well i can't wait to uh see you announce that then uh do you have like a time frame of when you will be able to announce um i really don't know everything anything yet everything's just coming together but okay. um it's uh you know everything will come together in due time that's all i'll right. say okay right on well, okay, so there was one thing that I did, uh, I was going to say, but then it cut out earlier. Um, you sent me a picture um, the other day of you with somebody, one of the TNA, or I'm sorry, one of the ECW originals. Um, yep. That was really cool. Now, you said that you work with a, you said it was CCW, and I'm guessing that's a local promotion there in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um is this something that you do often or um it's not something i do often it really was kind of a one-time thing but it might not be now okay um so like my dad works for this law firm up here uh in gainesville and uh-huh. they were sponsoring this uh and a ccw is this independent company that comes through florida mm-hmm. and they were doing a show and uh, my dad's law firm was just uh, sponsoring it and um, they send my dad to do this kind of stuff because, like I told you, my dad's big pro wrestling mark. So am I. Um, he told me he was doing it. I'm like, yo, I'm coming with. So for the show, they actually uh, my for that show, my dad was actually the ring announcer, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really expecting to do anything. But you know how it is with these indie shows, and even with like all these indie bands, you know.
just so off the cuff. Right. And um, earlier in the day, we meet with um, the head of uh, CCW and his associate, Bill Alfonso. Um, and we were just talking and blah, 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 just hitting it off. Just like, let him know how much of a fan I am. And uh, then later in the day, you know, so I had to establish rapport with them. And then, like, we get to the venue later, and uh, they just didn't have anybody to ring the bell. <laughs> so, they, so they were just like, hey, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. So I just sat. Um, next to the commentary table, sit, sat next to Bill Alfonso, and um, was the fucking bell guy for the night. So that's cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. And then there was uh, there was also one part of the show where um, uh, we actually like went in the ring. Like we, we just played a big show at uh, the social. We just played the the emo night, and um, there was one part where they let me in the ring, and I uh, I like just advertised the show to everybody, and actually had some people come out from that. So um, that was really cool. And also that was the first time I ever really stepped foot in a wrestling ring. Like as often as I have been around the ring, I never actually, I, it really hit me. Like when I got into the ring, I was like, you know, I've actually never been in a ring before. Yeah. And it felt good. And uh, I'm not going to lie, Jared, um, you might see me in there again pretty soon. Oh, cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. Now, uh, what does CCW stand for? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not too familiar with, <laughs> that company um, okay. um i just know that they came through and i met all the and i met everybody okay and they were all super nice okay. but um i don't know i think like coastal championship wrestling i actually think i got that right okay um but yeah but everybody like honestly it was this, it was this uh this indie show in ocala there's mm-hmm. like 100 150 people there and dude i'm telling you man like this card start to finish was so good and i'm not even just telling you that like i was more entertained with this indie card than I was, than I have been with Monday Night Raw for the past five years. I'm not even lying to you. I, I can believe it. That's happened to me uh, every time I've went to a local show here. We actually have a CCW here as well, and it's Crown Championship Wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So when you said CCW, I was like, hmm, I wonder what that stands for. <laughs> but and then um, maybe they're the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this this one I think just uh, runs in in local around Arkansas and stuff. Uh, I think they do some in like yeah. Springfield, Missouri and all that as well. But you know, it's um, like you said, these shows, even the ones I've went to, they're better than what you're seeing on TV. Now with the changes that yeah. are happening on TV right now with triple H taking over and things like that, I hope yeah. to see a change and I hope to see a better product. And we already are starting to see a better product. I think I missed I missed the show last night. Did anything happen worth anything that I that anybody should know about, or was it just whatever? Uh, well, Dexter Loomis kind of showed up in the crowd, and uh, that was kind of cool. Okay. Um, th- but, I mean, was, but like nothing, it was nothing big. But you can just tell that there's like a slight shift in energy. Oh yes, most definitely. I mean, they had the um, the match between uh, Champa and uh, Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship and everything. And it was a good match, you know, and I was surprised that they went the way they did with it. But, you know, they've kind of just got to ease it back in because you know Triple H is a big Champa guy. So, but they can't just throw him in the deep end all of a sudden, you know, because then that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, sure. you can definitely see little things that are happening that it's going to lead to something big, and it's exciting to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, definitely where it goes now that it's in Triple H's hands. You yeah. know, I've always had these little gripes about Triple H my entire life. You know, like I've always heard that he's a, he can be two faced. You know, he's a he really kissed ass to the top. Yeah. Um, 
and I, and I and I really have a grudge. I will always have a grudge against him for the way he treated CM Punk. Like it kills me in my fucking core that CM yeah. Punk never ha- headlined WrestleMania, but Roman Reigns headlines and beats your everybody's favorite wrestlers every fucking year. Yeah. Um, that's just like some WWE sh- that really pisses me off. That's but at the end too. of the day, you know you. Yeah, by the end of the day, you know, you watch Triple H's tape and, like, he's just as good of a worker as anybody else. Right. Like, psychologically, like, like his storyline just always makes sense. And, um, no, I did, and, like, what he's done with NXT was fucking awesome. Yeah. So, like, like based on, like, what he's done with NXT and how he's been the past few years, um, no, it should definitely be a much better product moving forward. Well, I know that I've started seeing people call call this uh, the gold, uh, the black and gold raw now, but since he's in charge, because you know NXT when it was the black and gold is when Triple H was in charge of NXT. So now they're oh, referring yeah. to Raw as the black and gold version now because he's in charge. So yeah, do you think a uh, AEW will ever be like a true head-to-head competitor like WCW was? I WWF? do. I do. I, I, I do foresee so? that. Yeah, I, I do. Um, they have the talent. I think if Punk can get healthy and then yeah. maybe catch fire, I don't know. Also, the MJF is really fucking dope. Oh, I love um, the MJF stuff. And the thing yeah, is, is we don't know how real it is either. And that is a throwback to WCW days too. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I haven't seen like a shoot work like this. I, it's definitely a work, I feel like. But we uh-huh. haven't seen like a shoot work like this happen in a very long time that was this believable. Right. So it's definitely it's definitely interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with you there. Like the like CM Punk's pipe bomb, like that was like that was a work, you know. Oh but yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's very convinced. It's very convincing though. Yeah. You're like yeah. like I you watch it now and be like yo, but like. You gotta remember, like that was on WWE television at the end of the day, and they knew what they were doing. He said so. real stuff, though, man. In that, he said real stuff. Yeah, but then again, honestly, it's like you never really know. Like you, you like these guys are just independent contractors out there, so they're right. not really tied to WWE. So, well, there know. is one man who I, I, is I, honestly. Um, I, I, I just recent. Uh, there is one man that is, and I just found this out. I did not know this. So, John Cena uses his real name, but okay. did you know they own the rights to his real name? Oh yeah, I'm sure. And so I'm everything sure, he's doing, even if it's not WWE related, they get a kickback of that because they own yeah. his name. Jeez. So, I mean um, that's uh, I mean that's just smart business if you ask me, man. It it is smart business, you know. It just at the same time it's kind of crazy, you know, because uh, he's always going to be tied to them, but they're the ones who gave him his start. So I understand him exactly. being okay with it being reciprocated, you know. So I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think I actually saw that video of John Cena talking about that, and he seems very content because he knows what that company did for him you know because like he because like we all love him now Mm -hmm. but we booed him just like we're booing roman reigns now when they were pushing him to the moon because they were doing that shit that they're doing roman now Mm -hmm. that was him like in in 2006 when edge uh cashed in money in the bank and got the title what they do three weeks later made him job and lose 
at Royal Rumble to John Cena, right when the dope like dope shit would be happening, and they John Cena it, and now it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, uh, he knows what they did for him. Yeah. I, and I probably would be the same way if somebody if uh, somebody did that for me. I bet you can have my name. I'm eating good, house clean, <laughs> like you know. Oh yeah, he's definitely not hurting for money. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, obviously that goes without saying. Oh yeah. Well, and sure. uh, John Cena's fun. He follows oh, me on Twitter, by the way. Oh, does he? He follows a lot of people. But, yeah. Yeah, he follows a lot of people. He follows like 500,000 people. But, hey, I flipped in there. He doesn't there follow go. all my friends, so. <laughs> well, I used to have a Twitter account, and I deleted it a long time ago before I even started this podcast. And he followed that account, but he hasn't started following my podcast account yet. So, we'll we'll, we'll see. We gotta, we gotta we'll get there. Email. Yeah. We got to yeah. get him on the pod. There we go. Maybe you can set that up since you know you got that close tie with him now and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can I can direct message him because he follows me. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, just kind of you know help me out here, bud. Right, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> so, do you have any shows that are coming up uh, with you in the band? Um, just like I said, um, the main focus is just really on writing right now. Okay. Um, so we're really just looking to get this new stuff out there, okay. and um. And then really go for, and like I said, we have this other show coming up, and mm-hmm. it'll be really cool. We really, we really just hit a little bit of a wall in writing because I went through a whole lineup change. Like I literally kicked out my entire band and replaced them. Oh wow! Okay. So I, I yeah, so I had to go through this whole thing. Um, Did you do like tryouts I, uh, and stuff? You know, um, yeah. I mean, I really was just reaching out to close friends who I knew were talented. Uh huh that I knew would be there for me. You know, I've, I've like, I've been around the scene. I have a lot, I have a lot of friends out here. And um, honestly, like it was a really tough thing I had to go through, but honestly, it's like, you know, you know, it's like, I tell all my friends who are going through, it's like, bro, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Like just keep pushing through the mud, you know, like Shawshank Redemption. Like they had to, they had to climb through like two miles of shit going through that sewer. But like there's freedom and light at the end of the tunnel. Like you have to go through it, you know? Right. And, um, it was a really hard thing to go through. You know, I'm going through all this shit, but I feel like now the band is truly in a better position than it's ever been. I feel really good about this lineup. I've, the talent that I am surrounded by now just really pushes me. Like I'm at awesome. practice with these guys, you know, I got my boy Pedro, he's a fucking stud behind the kit. Mm-hmm. Ivan, my boy Ivan, uh, who's my new guitarist, he's incredible. His guitar teacher is actually the lead guitarist of Ice Nine Kills, and um, so oh, they work really? directly together. Yeah, I know. So fun fact about that for all the listeners out there. That's really um, cool. I love Ice Nine Kills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My I have uh, my old band. I've opened for them a couple of times. I've met all of them. They're really cool. Oh wow. But um, you know, Ivan's a fucking stud, and then David is just like the fucking like, dude. He is just like the guru when it comes to all things technical. Like yeah. when we got. Uh, when we got together, I was like, yo, so I have these songs, I have these backtracks, and, like, I don't know how to fucking use them, you know? Like, I try my best at shit, but I'm not, I don't know how to do everything, you know? Yeah. I'm like, and uh, I was like, here, I have these backtracks, like, I'm trying to figure it out, but I don't know, and David is just like, got you, bro, and just got shit right. So, I really got um, a really good group around me, and I feel really good about where I'm at and uh, what we're doing. That's really so, good. It's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Like, there was a, there was a second where I was thinking about canning the project or I was thinking about just throwing it away and starting over. But it's just crazy what we went through. You know, we just kept getting asked to play. We got, we got asked to play these two really cool shows that we just played last month. Uh-huh. And then 
just really worked out with the new lineup. Everybody really gets along and likes each other. Um, and I just, I honestly feel like it's the healthiest group I've ever been around because you know, how, because like you, you know how it is out here, you know, just in these like indie music markets and mm-hmm. whether it's just like, like basically any form of entertainment, if you haven't made it yet and you're coming off the ground, you're going to, you're constantly surrounded by, I mean, I'm a fucking like little life degenerate myself, you know what I mean? But you know, you're just surrounded by this, just like this cesspool of of just like toxic toxicity. And, yeah. Just, and just people that and just like I don't want to say like low life but just like well I mean know, their energy like can bring life. you down for sure just like just, it's just just a lot of there's a lot of bad energy that goes with that because yeah nobody because like it's, people are really hungry you know and just I don't know you, you'll just meet a lot of like really low life bottom of, the, bottom of the barrel people yeah and you know it really can bring you down but um, I feel like I finally hit a home run with this lineup. That's good. I was also thinking about changing the band name because the uh, band name's uh, an inside joke with my old guitarist who fucking stabbed me in the back. Oh, no. But everybody, yeah, I know. It is what it is. But yeah. uh, everybody in the band loves the names, surprisingly, even though I thought the name was kind of stupid. But the na- uh, we, we, kept, we keep getting asked to play cool shows with the name. And yeah. everybody and all the new members of the band like the name. Uh-huh. Like I, I thought when I said I was like, hey, I was thinking about changing the name that they were all gonna be like, oh yeah. But they all were like, dude, we think the name is like perfect. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't think it sounds like a pop punk band? They're like, no, nah, man, it's just like different. Like it's like that's the thing. It doesn't like it's just different. Yeah. And um and like I've said in previous interviews, um why why I've been attached to the name is because I feel like I can do whatever I want with it because like so like right now we're metal mm-hmm. but i don't know what, what i'm gonna be in 10 years you know what i mean or for right. five years down the road right like we're like like every like some bands that just, just want to fell out immediately and just be some like pop punk out the gate but right. i but i disagree with that tactic i'm here to punch you in the face and get your attention <laughs> and then where my sound goes from there um we'll see but you know like like right now we're punch you in the face giant metalcore but mm-hmm. my end goal is to be Tame Impala. Okay. You know, like I'm trying, like I want to go, I eventually want to evolve into a whole nother era, but but right now I'm here to punch you in the face. <laughs> well, so. and uh, so going back to the band name part, that's one of the things that grabbed me is um, I had started a Twitter page and I think you started following me on, the, on there and it said that I was being followed by with some friends and I was like, what the heck is that? So I went and looked it up and I was like, Oh my God, these dudes, these guys are awesome. So it was because of the band name that, you know, that it grabbed my attention, you know? And I was like, I I, I want to know more about them. Yeah. It's very unique. And you were saying, does it sound like a, a, you know, a pop punk band or anything like that? Even if it does, who cares, man? It's your band. You do what you want to with it, you know? You oh make God, it that's what I'm saying, bro. Thing, that's what I'm man. saying. Yes. Talk to him, Jared. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, just that's do what, what saying, you want to like, do. Like there's no, there is no rules to this shit, bro. There is no rules. Yeah. Like, if it works, it works. And honestly, we played four shows, all packed. First that's show. awesome. Headlined him out. Packed. Second show, Awesome's Coffee. Nobody, bro. So great lineup. I love all the bands in the show. Mm-hmm. The first we we headlined that one too. The first three bands, there's no one there, and I felt like shit. 
I was like, damn, there's nobody at this show. All mm-hmm. time to play. Floor full. Abby last month full. Mm-hmm. This shit at this show we just played at the social promoter yeah. comes up to me after my set, tells me to my face. I'm like, hey man, I just want to let you know that is the biggest crowd I have seen for any local band that has played Emo Night in Orlando. He's like, the energy was just there on a whole another level. It was not there for the other acts. All due respect to them. Yeah. But um, I. I'm just out here doing my thing. There's no rules to this shit. And I'm just here to like, like just have fun with it and like do my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And you know, I, I understand this because it's the same with my show. I, you know, everybody, I've had a lot of people say, Oh, well, you have a wrestling podcast. No, I don't. I have my podcast where I can have whatever I want. It's even yeah. in the name, you know, uh, you've heard of the book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie, you know, and that's where my name comes from. If if you give a dad a podcast, well, I, I have a wrestler on. Well, now I, I, I want to have a, a metal singer on. And then, well, now I've had that. Well, now I want to have uh, um, an animal chiropractor on here. You know, um, you know, I've, I want a ring announcer on here. I want a referee. I want, um, you know, a... Um, marriage counselor you know i want all these different people on here it doesn't have to be one thing because it's mine and i can do what i want to with it and it's yeah. the same way with with yeah, your band that's all i do with my life that's all i do with my life that's all i do with my band i'm just doing whatever i literally just do whatever i want man yeah well and the thing is is like too many people too many bands are out here following rules that just like straight up do not exist yeah I mean, it's like an unwritten set of rules that you have to do this. You don't have to do that. You know, you do what you want to do. Um, and the people who are truly involved and invested in you, they will follow either way. Yeah. And some, something that like really pisses me off that I see a lot these days is like so many people are like so desperate to make it. So they'll just like, they're, they're in like six bands or they're on TikTok doing the most cringe. Or like I had a friend the other day tell me like be like oh you should oh there's like some bi- there's some big band that she knows that needs a singer so I was like oh you should do this you should try out or you should join this blah 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 yeah bro I don't give a fuck about any of that yeah this is not a marketing tactic to me like I'm in a band because this is a part of who I am I'm not right. in this to get big I'm not in this for any of the wrong reasons I am just in this because like I I just think it's cool and I like playing I like playing shows feeling the show and having I like I don't know I just I like playing shows I like feeling the show I like pretty girls coming after me coming up to me after my set and I think it's cool because yeah. I'm not here to <laughs> it, like be in 10 bands and like stretch myself out and have hair falling out because I'm just like oh I gotta make it in music because what even is making it in music all right you play some all right yeah you get your band name up and you play some shows but you know what like the the sun comes up at the end of the day you know what I mean right. like you might have your run but like I'm just I'm not here overthinking this shit bro like i'm literally just like making music i like and having fun with it right and and i feel like by doing that you know it, it helps me grow yeah. but i'm not i'm not i'm here to grow with a with some friends band i'm not here to leave this and and join somebody else's because it'll grow my clout or grow my brand i'm here starting my business yeah and i am here to grow that business so i, I totally agree and you know that's something um that i've also noticed with the way you do your lyrics and stuff these lyrics actually mean yeah. something to you they're not just it, it, it's not Attila you know you're actually 
putting <laughs> stuff out there that you know means something. Yeah, I, li- I like Attila. Me. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love Attila. I think they're great and they're hilarious. Hell but yeah. I notice with with, a, with your lyrics and stuff, you know, they mean something to you. You're you're not uh, yeah. you're not singing about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh God. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell Francis to his face. You know, like uh, sometimes, like sometimes you you know, I'll be listening to that Attila shit and I'll be like. Yeah, um, there was no thought process in any of these lyrics. But honestly, it. Like, I don't give a like. It was give a work to work, and I, I'm not right. thinking until it works. I'm a huge fan to, to this day. Yeah, uh, have you? Do you listen to any of Psycho Stick? Oh yeah, I remember that man. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, yeah. They, they, have, in... they, they have a they have that song, and then they have uh, was not like another meme song of like I don't know a lot of them, but I just know the beer song, and they, then. Wasn't there like have, an, another one? Yes, they have one, and it's called NSFW. And what does that mean? Uh, uh, not safe for work. Oh. <laughs> and all they I don't do. Think I know that one. The only thing they do in the song is just swear the entire time. There's no <laughs> other lyrics in the song. It's just that. No way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually pretty funny. That's hilarious. So. That's hilarious. That's like some uh, old Blink Randy T-shirt right there. Yeah, or uh, I mean, there's been tons of bands who have you know done things like that in the past, but you know, it, yeah, you, you on top of being able to make something meaningful, you have to be able to have fun with what you're doing too, or otherwise it gets you bogged down. You have to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I really enjoy doing this, you know. That's good. And it's like if you watch any of my live sets, you know, like I'm different on stage. You know, I feel like all these other singers, all these other local vocalists are just like they're so nervous and they're so scared because like some girl they have a crush on at work is like in the crowd, so they're yeah. like reading off the checklist, like oh I said the band name, I said this, and I'm blah blah blah. And like bro, <laughs> like the way I look at it, bro, I, like when I played the social two weeks ago, I'm not looking at it as like oh wow I got a 30 minute set time, blah, blah blah. I'm like yo, downtown Orlando just gave me the mic for 30 minutes like bro i'm here to make my fucking impact like yeah and I, I gotta leave a mark like no matter who no matter where i am like like every show i play I, like you're gonna have to remember me yeah and um no nah, like i really just like make sure that like i really like leave my all every time i'm on stage that's awesome you know i kind of lost my thought process there but yeah i was going somewhere with that you're good i've been losing my thought process <laughs> all night that we've been talking man so <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in good company here yeah, man, you seem like a cool guy. Well, I appreciate that. I, I I really like talking to you, and you seem like a pretty cool guy too. And uh, I it, appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it was pretty awesome. Whenever you know, you we started kind of just texting back and forth about uh, wrestling and stuff the other night, and I was like, okay. Yeah, this dude, I was this like, yeah, I thought you were cool. saying, I was like, bro, because <laughs> I don't know what it is, like, but dude, people who are just like into pro wrestling are just like the coolest people. Like, yes. it's just straight up, man. I agree. I, like. Like you're just the coolest people ever. Like, have you seen have you seen any of this uh the A and E that that's been going on, like the WWE rivals and like the A and E biographies? Have you seen any of that? Yes, I have watched some of that. I watched the uh, Kurt Angle one. Yeah, dude, it's oh I I, I've been meaning to watch that one. That one's Um, good. But dude, the they just the rivals they just did one on uh uh the Monday Night Wars between Raw and Nitro. Uh huh. Amazing. It's so so good. Cause oh, like yeah. remember, I'm only 25. Uh huh. So I wasn't like I know about that, but I didn't really know a lot of the specifics. 
right. they really dive in. And uh, like that, like all of them glued me. Like the Nick Foley one was so good, but uh, the the Nitro Raw one, I'm just like literally on. The, I'm like glued the into every single second. I just thought it was so interesting. Yeah. So yeah, whenever the Monday Night Wars were going on, you were probably only like two or three years old then. Uh, oh yeah, dude, I was stupid. Ninety-seven. Is that when you were born? Stupid yeah, I was okay. born uh, June twenty third, ninety seven. So okay, in twenty five. Yeah, so it, it you uh, I was in whenever it was really big and Wolfpack was going on and all those things. It was probably around second or third grade is when that got really yeah. really hot for me. Kevin Nash is a man, dude. Like he 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 talks a lot uh, in a lot of those things. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Razor Ramon. Yep. Razor Ramon. Um, yeah, it's dope. All right. Well, before I do get you off of here, I do want to ask you a few more questions regarding your music and maybe, uh, talk about, um, I know you said that you have some new stuff that's coming out and what does your writing process kind of look like whenever you are, um, uh, getting to it? Well, the writing process with this new lineup is definitely a lot different than the old lineup. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing with this new lineup is we're really all four of us just really putting our heads together on this. And um, we're all just coming together with new ideas. Um, we we have come, we know what our sound wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And we've picked exactly where we want to go. And we're all just bringing um, our ideas together to fulfill like that vision. Um, like I said earlier, you know, I grew up on my OG metalcore creator, remember Devil Wars Prada, that was my shit. But, um, I've definitely grown into a more of a, uh, I feel like that's where the genre has really gone, uh, in a broader sense too, into more of a technical, uh, sound. Mm -hmm. And, um, we're definitely going to keep the whole, you know, ambient, um, technical metalcore vibe. But, um, my, my one regret on the Thank You, I Love You EP is that I did not sing enough. I feel like there's a lot of screaming and there's a, but and there's very minimal singing parts. But I listen back and like honestly, whenever I listen back to my album, I'm mm-hmm. always skipping to the parts where I'm singing because I'm really proud of all of them. And I just wish I would have done that more. And that, and that's not even my best, you know what I mean? So um, I would say on this next stuff, still expect you know those hard hitting breakdowns. They're gonna be even harder because we actually you know have we actually have a lineup that like knows how to do that now mm-hmm. and i so i expect these i expect i want you to the fans listening i would say our new music expect even harder hitting breakdowns but i want you to expect these even bigger and broader courses um because i i know i have that voice to to bring that and i'm gonna bring it awesome uh, man, I hearing you talk about it, I, I can't wait to hear the new stuff that's going to come out, you know. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, it's... And yeah, I come from a long, long line of singers, too, you know. Like, my grandmother, um, Donna Quammen, she is she was comfort class at Juilliard. My sister um, is currently in a, in, a, in a play. She got a degree in uh, musical theater from University of Hartford. She's about to... She just was singing on Off-Broadway in Times Square, New York. Oh, she wow. just got signed for this. Yeah, and then she just got signed for this big eight-month tour. She's about to tour the country, a part of um, a musical with name I forgot. A couple months ago, she also just sang with Jimmy Buffett. Um, she's incredible, my sister Emily. Like, I'm a great singer, but and like I'm a great singer, but mm-hmm. I will never be half as good as my sister. My sister really is just something else. 
So you do come from a musical family. Uh, that's that's awesome. I, I do myself, too. And usually when that happens, you play different instruments and stuff. Do you play multiple instruments? Yeah, I do. Um, like I said, I grew up playing drums. Mm-hmm. Like the first instrument I ever played was drums because there was this kid in my uh, fifth grade class, and he thought he was so cool, which he was, and he got like all the girls he was a drummer and i was like yo like i want to get all the girls like i want to be cool so i started playing drums and isn't it crazy how like so much of like what motivates men is just girls what is like approval from women yeah isn't that so crazy it's it like, is you crazy. Ever just, like stop and think about that i know like yeah <laughs> like, like at 25 i look back and i was like yeah like that's what motivated me as a 10 year old like i don't know it's crazy yeah but um that's but yeah so i started playing drums and then i took a year of piano Oh. And I, I know a little guitar, but I suck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I, you know, I was in band. Like I was uh-huh. in band in middle school, and then I was in band my freshman year of high school. But I was a punk. I skipped class all the time, and like uh. I didn't go. I didn't go to band camp, and like, but so I didn't really do it in high school. But you know, I'm, I, I definitely would say I'm very musically inclined. So, what did you play in band? I was percussion. Oh, percussion. Okay. Like when I. Okay, so, like, when I was in middle school, I took band really seriously, and I was in top band in middle school, uh-huh. and, like, um, I actually was, I actually was, like, I went to Millennium Middle School in Sanford, uh-huh. and uh, even though I grew up in Altamont, I was in the magnet program, it was weird, but um, I was actually, I was actually good enough to where I was actually playing on snare line at Seminole High School as an eighth grader for some of their football games. That's impressive. Um, yeah, so, like, I was, you know, I, I actually, I low-key, like, got the chops a little bit. And, um, but then like, but then, you know, then like, then, um, that summer, so I went to millennium, I went to millennium middle school in eighth grade, but then for high school, I went to Lake Brantley, which is right down the road from where my house was. And when I got to high school, I just like, you know, I just like discovered Nirvana and I thought I was like grunge and I was like, bro, Kurt Cobain want to go to band camp, you know? And like, (laughs) um, and like, I was just like a little punk and like, uh, I just like wasn't about bands so i just like i dropped bands and i took all the like in high school i took all the i, I took all the easiest classes i possibly could take i yeah. literally did the bare minimum and then i wouldn't even go to class sometimes i literally just did what i had to do to like get through and graduate but i literally could not have invested myself less when i was in high school like i was the kind of kid where uh 220 uh school days over i'm mm-hmm. on my longboard skating home as fast as I can because I just did not want to be at school. I don't know. Yeah, I I get that. I had that happen to me whenever I was in school too. You kind of get that uh, even when you're not a senior. They call it senioritis, but I got it at a much uh, younger age than whenever I was a senior in high school. I think I started probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. my sophomore years whenever I started getting senioritis. Yeah, no, I had senioritis the entire time I was in high school. So. <laughs> I seen your as a freshman, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, it's funny because I have two kids now myself, and um, they're not even in high school yet. They're both in middle school, and they're already getting senior okay. Oh, wait, so wait, how old are they? Like uh, 11 and 12? Or? Uh, I, they will be 11 and 12 this year, yeah. Uh, I have hey, a, look at that. Yeah, I got a daughter that will be uh, 12 coming up, and my son will be turning 11 at the end of the year. That's so awesome, man. Yeah, I'm. I don't, oh. As I get older, I just think like um, I don't know. I just really respect uh, you know parents. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. I would just love to have like a daughter of my own one day. Well, I mean that can always still happen, man. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so you you said that you um, have a whole new lineup of people um, in in the group. Now, do they help you when it comes to um, the writing, the music, or is this all your baby when it comes to that? And then you kind of just like, here's where the way we're gonna go. Oh with no, it. yeah. Um, a... Well, like I said, like I said, I'm not the best guitarist. Mm-hmm. I'm I think I'm pretty good at drums. Yeah. But my drummer's a lot better than me. Um, I I basically just set the vision. Uh huh. And then my band brings that sound, and then I. And then obviously I write all the lyrics. Okay. But um, I I basically just set like a template and I set the vision. Uh huh. But definitely my band brings that sound to life for sure. That's awesome. It, it's 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 nice to collaborate with people like that. And going back to what you said earlier about it being a a more healthy environment. When you have that healthy environment, you are able to. Um, make a harm a more harmonious song i would believe you know and you're able to yeah. come up with more um music that actually you can tell that there's heart behind it you know whenever there's harmony in the band yeah like uh like there's one thing that i took for granted or that i wasn't thinking about when i was younger that i am constantly thinking about now is just maintaining a healthy dynamic in my band mm-hmm. and my life and my relationships yeah. Um, that is just so much more important to me than what can you do for me, which is, I feel like a trap that a lot of this generation and even my younger fe- self fell into. I was like, I was thinking, Oh, um, if I hang out with this person, then it'll, it'll lead me to meet these people. And then oh, I can get this out of this relationship. And right. that can lead to a lot of unhealthy dynamics. And I just, I just realized I don't know, I just stopped wanting to get any, I just stopped like trying to get things out of people. And I just realized that I am really don't need anything from anyone, if that makes sense. And I feel like the more you center your life around helping other people and helping yourself, I feel like a lot of that stuff just gravitates towards you anyway. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this trap, that a lot of these kids and a lot of people fall into these days of trying to use people for their resources or their connections. Sometimes that can be a little counterintuitive, you know? Yeah. And um, there's another point I'll make is that there's nothing that breaks up bands more than mm-hmm. these little shots you'll take at each other or like saying something under your breath at practice. Like those little things build resentment and those break up your favorite bands. Like when you're, when you're like all these bands that like get big and then break up mysteriously and, and people be like, oh, why'd they break up? I promise you from like the, I, I've spent, I've been back, I toured Warped Tour, I've been backstage. I've spent so much time like in the music business. There's nothing, the main thing that kills bands mm-hmm. is that they just can't get along. Right. Like, like they got into a fight and they broke up. That's what happened. Yeah. Like, because the little snide comments built up and that and it's, that's funny. And, it, and that doesn't even just affect his bands, just people in general, just right. any group, you know, whether it's work, um, the sports teams, like that's just what really kills everything. And I just feel, and like, I truly like when I've been practicing with these guys for the past couple months, mm-hmm. like there's no ego battle or may, maybe it's because the dynamic is just healthy between us. 
Right. But we're just all like in it for the common good. Everybody wants to be here. Everybody is impressed by each other. And I just really don't, I, maybe it's new, but I just, but like, I know these guys, you know, like I've known these guys and yeah. I, I just, I, I don't see it going in a, another direction, you know? And I feel like, I just feel like with my old bands, there was just too much of an ego battle, you know, yeah. having to share the spotlight. But, um, I feel like we're all in it for the right reasons. And I, I really feel better than I ever have about where with some friends is at right now. That's good. I'm really proud of where I took this name and the position I put it in now. Like I, I, I truly, uh, feel like I've come a long way from, uh, being stuck in my room by myself in COVID and just looking at all of our art yeah. and having nobody know who we are to selling out all four shows we played and headlining the first one. That's awesome. So, yeah. We've got some cool shit. So if, if people want to follow you guys online, how can they do that? Um, Instagram, Twitter, um, like bro, like that's where it's at these days, bro. Like I'm not yeah. on Facebook, bro. Like I would take Facebook <laughs> once like a week, bro. Like once uh-huh. every like couple of days. But like, yo, I'm on Instagram and Twitter every day. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Twitter and Instagram. I gotta get my TikTok going. I'm not gonna lie, because this TikTok's crazy. It, it um, is. Even though it's even even though it's super cringe, like these labels are having bidding wars over these bands that are blowing up on tiktok and it's and they're they're offering these kids like contracts and offers that they've just never off that are so good that they've never offered anyone because of these fake tiktok numbers yeah. you know because like this tiktok like the like like i feel like it's so deceiving because a lot of it is just algorithm right you know and a lot of it's like it's like all right we put this in front of this one of people's faces Mm-hmm. And so now this video has 300,000 likes and I'm able to see that and like, Oh my God, blah, blah, put them in a show. No one's in there, you yeah. know? It's, yeah. And, and I feel like it's all kind of smoking mirrors, but I don't know. I feel like you, like, I feel like, uh, you like, here's the thing is I'm pulling numbers and no TikTok. Shit. So you give me that TikTok too. Mm-hmm. If I can just prove to a label, like, yo, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. Then like, I feel like, you know, we can really, we can really do something. Cause like, I'm a guy who's like really the real deal and I know how to do this. Yeah. So if we can get TikTok going, then like, I think shit could be really big. Uh, yeah. But I don't know um, how to do that without being cringe. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, like, I want to be, res- I want to be respected at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is you have to find a way to make it you, you know, don't change yourself and your product to fit that. The thing is, is, the people who want to see it will find it. Um, and that is one thing yeah. I've noticed with like the algorithms, you know, at first I was getting anything and everything when it came to, uh, videos on TikTok, and now it's kind of narrowed it down. I get a lot of, um, uh, Rottweiler videos on there and Pitbull videos <laughs> and, uh, yeah. music on mine. Most of mine is, yeah. is, is yeah, music. Yeah. My algorithm knows me pretty well too now. Yeah. So, uh, and I've actually had, I've had three people on here that have made it pretty big on TikTok. I had one guy, um, uh, Decure. He's a a rapper. Um, I think he's out of Colorado. Um, 
and he's made it really big. He actually just got a um, a record in the mail from the Billboard charts. Um, no I'm, way. Yeah. And, wait, uh, wait, what's his name? D-Cure. D-Cure? Uh-huh. He also does these things okay. where like, his wife will ask him, oh, can you go to the store and get me a frozen pizza? And so then he came back with a Domino's pizza with frozen characters on it. You know, and he does like little funny, <laughs> almost dad jokes on there. So he, okay, that's he, hilarious. Yeah, it, he has some pretty funny stuff on there. But I had him on the podcast. I've also had um, it, it's actually a guy I went to high school with, and um, he's made it big. He is an animal and human chiropractor, and I've actually I had did. him on here twice now because um, he just made a trip to um, Africa and was training some of oh, the people yeah. over there how to uh, do chiropractics on some of these larger animals, and he got to actually adjust a giraffe and, you know, different things like that. So when people find you that are looking for that certain kind of thing on there, then, you know, that's when you flourish, you know. It, it's just about yeah. finding that right fan base, and if you're putting your stuff out there, they will find you. Oh God. I mean, I, I've had, well, I, I've posted a little bit on TikTok and I've actually uh-huh. had a few videos do well, Yeah. but they just have nothing to do with my music. I like I posted this, uh, like it was Tom Brady's birthday the other day. I'm a diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. All and right. I posted, yeah, I posted a video of uh, my reaction when I, when we won the Super Bowl, and that got like 11 K <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then um my so this is actually a crazy story. My dog, mm-hmm. who I had this dog when I was 16, she went missing. Mm-hmm. She had been missing for the past eight years. Oh, wow. And we just found her about a couple months ago. And now she's in my possession. She's my dog. When we lost her, she was a family dog. Yeah. And now um, I took I took possession of her. That's awesome. And I made a little TikTok. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And I'm, I made a little TikTok about that. And that did pretty well. Yeah. Bug videos always do I need to, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I need to. Just need to. I should. I, I should have slipped in there. Also, by the way, I'm gonna scream of in. Yeah, there you me. go. <laughs> well, and but, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you just gotta find, like I said, those right people. Um, I I've kind of used it a little bit. It's kind of back and forth with me. Um, most of my stuff um, is I advertise on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, those are my big three places that I um, advertise at for what I do here. Yeah, I mean, Facebook's cool. Yeah, but like it's just not what I'm checking every day. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm a little older. I'm 34, so you know I'm I was in on the ground level when yeah, Facebook it, first started. <laughs> it's a 30 and up club. No offense. Yeah. No, it is. You're correct. It is. <laughs> but um, it, it's it's been really good for like um, getting in contact with a lot of the wrestling community for me. Um, that's, oh, yeah. that's the big one for me there. So, you know, yeah. I will. When I start, uh, when I start, um, pursuing my career as a pro, pro wrestler, I'm going to start getting big on Facebook. There you go. Cause that's yeah. another, that's another endeavor of mine. Like, I'm, cause I, cause that's another thing. It's like what I was saying earlier about, oh yeah. Like how, why I don't want to just like jump ship and like join something else and like right. do that because I'm not. Like, I, I like, like, my band is just like, all right, cool, I'm, like, this is dope. I have a band, I have a sick-ass band that I can book to play really cool shows. But I'm also trying to do, you know, other shit. You know, I'm trying to uh, pursue a career in sports media. I interned right. for overtime for the past four years. 
And now I work at ESPN with the sports at Disney. And from there, I'm trying to do more. Right. Um, I also, I inevitably want to be a filmmaker. I want to be a pro wrestler. I want to, like, like, like you said, where it's like, if you're a band, do whatever you want. It's your life, do whatever you want. I'm mm-hmm. living that. Like, I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Like, I want to be, everybody's telling me, oh, like, you put yourself in a box with a screamo band. Um, I've sold out all four of my shows with my screamo band. Yep. Um, I've flown around the country filming basketball. You know, I've met Dwayne Wade multiple times. Yeah. Um, I met Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, I met LaMelo Ball. I met Floyd Mayweather doing that. Um, you know, and now, and like, I've, so I've done a lot of cool shit in a lot of different areas. And now I, and I, I and uh, just something that I haven't done for some reason is really dive into the world of pro wrestling. And I feel like I could fill a lane in that world too, to be quite honest with you. Is there anything that you would like to say to maybe your fans or or just the people that are listening on here? Um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody who's listened to this podcast. Um, thank you for giving us a second. Sorry we talked about wrestling too much. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that I know that what some friends have been through a lot in the past couple of months, we just know moving forward that we're not going anywhere and we're going to be pushing harder than ever. So I, 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 I'm going to tell you guys to expect new music mm-hmm. and um, be on the lookout for this big show that we're about to announce soon. Awesome. Everybody, go out, listen to this band. They have amazing music. I am giving them my stamp of approval. Um, I love their stuff, and uh, you need to go listen to it. If you are a metal fan, you will love it. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody, just go Thanks, and listen. Jared. Yeah. And, man, it's been good talking to you. I know we had a few uh, technical difficulties tonight uh, between uh, the audio getting garbled and, you know, uh, neighbors that decided to try to mow and things like that. But you know what? We got through this, and I actually had a great time talking to you. Expect new hard-hitting music from with some friends, and uh, expect to see me in a pro wrestling ring soon. I'll say that. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. All right, man. Well, I I look forward to talking to you again in the future when I see you made it big. You're going to have to come back on the show and uh, give me an update. Yeah, man. Well, even if that's not even the point, man. Like I said, like I don't even care. I'm just out here because I love it. Right. No, I, I totally understand that. All right. Well, you have a great night, man. Absolutely, Jared. It's a pleasure talking to you, man. Same Call to me you. anytime. All right. Bye. All right. I'll see you. Bye. This is Jack and Joe from Drazzled, the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. It's not enough to just point out when a movie is bad. Which we do. Or to discover why the movie is so bad. Which we do. We go ahead and fix the whole damned thing. Yes, we do. Bad movies, good writing. A special brand of stupid. That's Drazzled. Find Drazzled at your favorite podcast spot. We're sure to razzle-dazzle ya. Oh yeah 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 My name is Cat's Pajamas A.K.A. Cat's PJs I'm the host of a show called Creative Podcasts Where we talk all things music Musicians, musicianship music Influences, music backstories the origins, where they come from, what do they do, what are they doing now? So if you're into music, if you listen to music, come on over to 
Content Creator Podcast, where all the cool cats are hanging, baby. We'll talk about your favorite artists, your favorite songs, conspiracies to funny things, this, that, finger snaps, hand claps, all genres of music. Eclectic, electric, and nothing like you'd expect it. So come on over to Creator Podcast and tune in, baby. I'll see you there. Alright everybody, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Benny Qualman. He was a lot of fun to talk to. He um, had some pretty cool things. I would like to see him maybe try out the wrestling ring here in the future if uh, that turns out to be something that he wants to do. I also look forward to seeing some new music from With Some Friends. Um, They actually have some pretty cool stuff and you guys really do need to go and check it out. Um, so the next couple of weeks I have some pretty cool people coming on. The next week I'm very excited about is uh, Jason Jones. He is the promoter and owner of Mid-States Wrestling. And um, yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. He is the hardest working man in the business. It has been um, quite the task to try to make sure that I can get him on here um, because he is a very busy guy and I can't wait to talk with him. The week following that I have Joe Helms. Big Joe Helms, the silverback out of Springfield, who's a wrestler that I got to meet um, a few months ago, and he's a pretty cool guy. I think he's going to have a lot of fun stuff to talk about on here. Then the week after that, I have Chris Allred, who is the owner and promoter for Crown Championship Wrestling, but we're not actually going to be talking about wrestling when he comes on the show. We are going to be talking about the NCAA and the future of what that should look like. So if you guys want to tune in and uh, listen to some of these episodes, I think you would really enjoy it. Uh, I've got some different topics coming up. Next month, I should be having a lot more um, broader range of topics coming up. I've got um, a marriage counselor coming on next month. I've got um, a singer coming on next month, I do believe. So just stay tuned and uh, be ready to hear some new great content If uh, you guys just came to hear the Benny Qualman episode, um, I hope that you stick around. I hope that you enjoyed what you heard. If you're listening to this right now, go like it. Go share it. Rate it. Review it. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. So if you guys do have any comments or anything that you want to send my way, you can do so by sending it to my email address, and that's giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. If you guys want to keep up with what's going on with the show, you can always follow me on Facebook, and that's at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P. It's the acronym for If You Give a Dad a Podcast, or as I like to say, I get app. Also, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, and that's at Give a Dad a Podcast. Also, I have a Twitter page that I update regularly for the show, and that's at DadPodcast11. So, yeah. Send me a line on there. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't. If you have questions for any of these upcoming guests, I would love to hear from you. So I am going to bring this episode to a close. I love doing this. I thank you guys for all the support that you've been giving me, um, all the feedback that I get. Um, It's great. And I can't wait to bring more and more great guests on here for you guys. So I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye.
our show. Come back next week. Come on, guys. You know you want to come back. Might get some laughs. That's why they call it a if you give a dad a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> it's definitely a it's definitely a fitting name. <laughs>